Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two. Oh, the second one already. Message on the machine. I can't believe it. I know. I am Age. And I'm Mitch. And we are here for you guys today to do a bit of an interesting one. It's a bit kind of close to home because I guess we kind of fall into the category. So we thought, let's unpack it. Well, yeah, I think a huge part of our show is that there is a little bit of an age gap between us that I probably like to point out more than you do as, you know, the longer in the tooth. Look, That's you, by the way, not me. Age before beauty, as they yeah. say. <laughs> um, oh. So today we're going to be unpacking and discussing the difference between the millennial generation versus Gen Z. Yeah, and um, I guess um, we should probably start by prefacing that you are a fairly young millennial and I'm a fairly on-the-cusp Gen Z. Yes, so, we, look, in all seriousness, we're probably close on the back ends of our, like, you know, either of the gens, but I think we definitely have qualities that fall, you know, in the extremes of both. So we thought let's, let's discuss that. Cause I guess, especially for me getting older, it's probably something that I've discovered um, and noticed little differences uh, that make me feel like I'm on my way to the retirement village a little yeah, bit. Yeah. One foot in the grave, I suppose. Basically. Yeah. So um, before we get cracking as usual, how was your week, Mitch? Or what have you done this week? Anything exciting? Something um, new you can tell me? Oh God, my week has been really great. That's I'm good. feeling in a really beautiful headspace. Um, Love that for you. I've just started reading this new book. Ooh. It's actually a book of poetry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. For real? Yeah, for real. I know. I'm a bit um I'm a bit intellectual as we oh, I was gonna say. Wow, okay. Bit of John Keats. Yeah, so I'm act fuck, I can't even remember the name of the book off the top <laughs> of my must head. Be good. Yeah, it's really good, but um That's what we'll do, guys. We'll give you recommendations for books that we don't know the names of. Well maybe I'll explain it and someone will be able to let us know. <laughs> Basically, it's a really nice millennial pink hardback. Oh gorge. All of the poems are about this Italian girl's dead grandfather. <laughs> so lots to resonate for me with there. Yeah, absolutely. As an Italian female. <laughs> Perfect for our audience, obviously. I, we are aimed at Italian females. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Molto bene. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been reading that book. It's actually been kind of hitting me a bit hard. I shouldn't laugh. She has a gay uncle who committed suicide. So there's a few poems about that in there. Okay. You'll learn about me that I tend to mask pain with humour. So, <laughs> And well, I tend to just cry and cry again. <laughs> yeah, well, yin and yang, I suppose. <laughs> um, so I've been, yeah, I've just... Tucking into that. Okay. It's cool. been really enjoyable. I've never really read a book of poetry before, so it's been a different experience because I feel like you have to read it a couple of times, take it in, work out what's being said. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, it's of, a new thing for me. Year 12 English vibes. And do you know what? I just love to be able to say at the end of it, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm just reading, reading, poetry, reading poetry. What did you do wanker. last night? Oh, I'm just reading poetry. So you're a wanker, essentially. Um, yeah. yeah, enormously. Yeah. yeah. I am Mitchell and I read poetry. And I'm a wanker. And I'm a strong wanker. What about you? What have you been reading? The bloody TV guide? <laughs> How's that magazine? <laughs> Doing the okay, that's life. Bit of dolly. I've still got my dolly collection from when I was in oh, primary school. Keep that sealed section shut. We don't Absolutely. need that baggage. <laughs> 
Um, what am I reading? Um, actually, funny you should say reading because I'm not usually a big reader. Although this year, like the year of COVID, have really trying to like again. Oh, is it COVID? Tap into that intellectual side of myself, but. No, this one's a strong recommendation for me. Um, the Resilience Project, if you haven't picked it up yet or heard of it or read it, go for it because it's honestly like such a game changer. It's a de- very much a self-help book though, so if it's not up your alley, then keep on scrolling. But um, And so what exactly have you learned? What takeaways have you found So from it's this? basically just a book um, about a guy who started this business that is now like a, I guess, a motivational speaking kind of company um, mm-hmm. in today's age. But it's his story about how he kind of got there and the lessons that he learned to be able to start that business, which are based around um, like empathy, gratitude and resilience. So... Um, yeah, it's really, really interesting. And it's a nice, like, I think this year when you're kind of gaining that perspective on life and sort of, you know, you're not sure where to put your cards and invest in, it's a really nice perspective, um, eye opener kind of book, which is, yeah, very much up my alley as opposed to, um, just the poetry, trash. the trashy poetry. Oh, that I'm you're sorry, reading. the poetry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not trash at all. So yeah, no, um, definitely go out there and get that. It's a really nice, it's been quite nice to sort of, um, put the, it's one of those books where you can definitely put what you learn into practice daily, which I think is something that's great. Cause it's like, sometimes you read self-help books and you sort of like, cool, what do I do with this information? And you're not really yeah. sure what to do with it. Give um, me some actionable steps. Yeah. And it's an easy read. That's a big one for me. Like I don't want... I'm not looking for the next Encyclopedia Britannica, you know, something you could give to a grade four student. <laughs> yeah. One of those blue dot books. Yep. Yeah, Cat jumps over wall. <laughs> Literally. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of my week and that's sort of where I'm at and what I've done this week. Nothing new else that's really new and exciting. Um, so we've just been sitting around reading. Essentially. God, we're smart. I was going to say, God, we're fucking boring, but... <laughs> Just, just Nana, just at home, got a little knitting, shawl over the knees. Knitting, reading with my cat. Yeah, God. Wonder why we're single. Yeah. Well, no. I don't. So <laughs> I think it's pretty cracking. clear. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the topic. So today, um, as we said, it's going to be a bit of a versus, I guess. Battle mm. of the sexes, but we're Battle both... of the gens. Talking yeah. about your generation. Yeah, that's it. Sean McAuliffe. <laughs> Coming at you. Come on in. <laughs> Special guest. So I'm a gen... What am I? I'm a millennial. Yeah. Also known as Gen Y. Correct. Thank you. Um, My pleasure. So I guess I'll just quickly not outline sort of what millennials are technically supposed to be or sort of... So you're in the years of... Just got it in front of me. Please hold. Um, it's 1977 to 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a 92 baby. So again, on the back end of that, but... Um, we're sort of more the upcoming gen of technology, I guess. Like we've been around for like all of the big major technical changes that have happened in the last, like, you know, couple of decades. Tech native. That's it. That's us. Um, versus Gen Z, which is Mm. you guys. So you're 96 and above. Which is 96 is my birth year. So you're a cuspy. I am cusp. I'm like dipping my toes in the well of millennial. So you really just like, what do I feel like today? Yeah. Well, you know, you know me, I don't really commit to anything. So not even a generation, (laughs) it turns out. I'm whoever I want to be on the day. (laughs) Don't try and put me in a box. (laughs) Gay, straight, Gen Y, Gen Z. I don't know if I could pull off straight, but maybe a millennial. (laughs) Um, And yeah, the Gen Z are more... 
obviously yeah well tell me what i am yeah please you're introduced to technology so you're you're not learning to adapt to it as it changes you no kind of not at all into it came out with a blackberry in my hand That's what i was gonna say a little earpiece <laughs> Face, go for mitch facetiming your new nana <laughs> straight out of the pause <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. First and last time I've ever had to think about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I think one of the biggest things that we've noticed um, when we sat down and talked about this topic was, I guess, tech and social media, because it's such a big part of our lives, whether we'd like to admit it or not. Um, and mm. social media, I guess, from me, like, God, when we spoke about this pre-episode, I was like... What was uh, your first taste of social media? Well, I asked Mitchell, like, did you ever have MySpace? And he just kind of looked at me blankly, so... Yeah, apparently some kind of song of the week, pick your top five friends. It just sounds yeah, really it nasty. It's actually quite bitchy and yeah. like, not really great for self-esteem when you God, think about it. MySpace uh, to just feel like shit. So you, like, literally needed to be a web coder because you basically personalized your own website page. Wow. So you had to like literally learn how to like code your page. And like, if you had a cool page, you were cool. And if you didn't have a cool page mm. or your page was really basic or the same, the default one from MySpace, you're a bit of a loser. I'm not going to So did lie. you have a cool page? Absolutely. I had a cool page. Yeah. Sick. Obviously. <laughs> so the rules don't always apply then. <laughs> Exception to the rule. <laughs> yeah. um, so we had, yeah. And then you had like your top five friends. That was like a massive one, which is actually really fucked up when you think about it. So it was like such a, Regina George moment if you were got a shit to be number six isn't it bumped down or moved up or it was actually fucked when you think about it like that's what that does to your mind as a young teenage adult not not normal seriously Um, we are already battling through our teen years as it is literally um and then yeah you got to pick like a your myspace song which was like you, you, and you literally would have to like find the MP3 and then embed it in your web, like the page. It was oh my God. quite high tech. You're really actually hacking the mainframe. Literally. <laughs> so wow. MySpace was massive. And then I guess like MSN was like the first sort of like chat. See, I was group. an MSN. Oh, so you had a bit of MSN. Oh, let me tell you on basketball camp, what's your MSN? <laughs> Let's keep in touch. See how many friends I can rack up. Do you remember when they introduced that nudge? Or like that like feature and you would like I remember and you could it shake someone's screen and you would just constantly do it to someone or am I just like a fucking annoying person who was just like Hi, um, talk to me. Yeah, I mean that might have just been a you <laughs> a you thing, but Oh, and I remember and you would change your little like I remember I had like fifty cent lyrics in my chat name. One thing that I remember <laughs> is do you remember on MSN when you could set a word to automatically change to like an image or a gif or whatever. Yeah, sort of actually. So I stupidly, this is my strongest memory of MSN. <laughs> I stupidly set King to turn into an image of the dad from Shrek 2. The King. Okay, yeah, right. And then every time I wrote King, it would change to him. But it would also happen if I wrote talking, walking, <laughs> All right. hiking. Yeah, so it's a bit of cracking. a glitch in the system. Yeah, so I was actually shit because yeah, okay. it would just be tall the dad from Shrek Mitch 2. is just having another seizure online again. Doesn't oh. know what he's saying. <laughs> Mitch is obsessed with the dad from Shrek, essentially. <laughs> no, Everyone I'm goes obsessed to... with I'm obsessed with the fairy godmother from Shrek. Oh, Don't get it twisted. C minor. Put it in C minor. First of all, my email address that was attached to that was like I'm pretty sure it was like sexy underscore wog sixteen. Obviously, still relevant, but um, yeah, right. It's extremely cringe at the same time. So that's rolls off the tongue better than ugly wog, I suppose. <laughs> Is that sexy walk through the schoolyard? Is that sexy wog age? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Mine was magical underscore Mitchell. Oh, that's a bit 
sexy, a bit creative. Oh, hello. There he is. The Casting a witch. love spell <laughs> over the world. Oh, and I reckon I had like the Ministry of Sound logo as my DP for like pff, eternity. It was in like some rainbow because obviously fluoro was very in for my gen. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so if you can relate to that, then unlucky for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell. So oh, basically, yeah. all we've achieved so far is that we both had MSN. Basically, yeah. That one was a cross-generational, <laughs> but that's all right. So yeah, MSN was a big one um, for us. I Yeah, it was a game changer though, in terms of like connecting with people online. Like, mm. you know, you'd, you'd have to jump on MSN after school and if you weren't on, it weren't cool. And like, then it kind of got to the point where like people you didn't want to talk to, you would talk to you. And like, I remember like always appearing away. Oh, here so she I could goes, big Miss Popular. Change my status to like away. So... It looked like I was online, but I wasn't at the computer, but I was. So right. I couldn't reply. It would be like someone replying, messaging you and me not having to respond. So you're sitting there updating your MySpace MP3 link plugin. Oh, sorry. I've, I was just away from the desk. Translate that to today, Gen Z. It would be like receiving a DM on Insta. And not opening it. And not opening it. Or it appears in like your section where you can filter them out. Yeah. Like just looking at it and being like, nah. Tell me then, at what age, since you've mentioned Instagram, which I mm. feel like is for us a bit the be all and end all I of think social it's our media crossover. Yeah. Um, when did that start for you? God, it's a good question. I don't actually remember, but it was extremely cringe. Did you have Instagram in high school? I don't think so. I think I had Facebook. I did. Yeah. I had oh it God, in. That yeah. makes me feel. Old, I had it, it in year eight, I reckon. Fuck. Which Imagine really that. ages you. self-esteem through the toilet yeah Yeah. (laughs) sorry i just love to just drive that knife in though don't i um so yeah i had year eight which is great but i think then it turns into here's your memory from five years ago and i was Mm. prepubescent um what did i look like the old instagram too was also fucked like you literally upload upload a photo of my disgusting food to my grid with the worst filter on it with like 600 oh, hashtags and it. just like, I mean, it's no different to like a weird Facebook status from, you know, when you get those in your memories, like it's, mm. we were really working it out, weren't yeah. we? I guess it's a bit like fashion. Like, you know, when like your parents would be like, oh, look how trendy I was and show you a photo of them from when they were younger and you'd look at them and be like, what the fuck are you fucking wearing, mum? Get that. The thing is though, just Ridiculous even... mini skirt off. Oh God, but <laughs> good for you, mum. Just got the pins for it. hundred percent. I think though, I guess the thing just to compare both of our generations to the ones before, we have been online since pretty much day one. Yeah. And our parents have not. So we are going to be looking back at our mistakes on Facebook for the rest of our lives. Yeah. I think that's probably the biggest difference between like millennials and Zed is that like we weren't always online mm. as a millennial. We kind of grew online and then you just have to kind of keep evolving. Like, whereas a lot of Zeds, probably not so much yourself, but like real Gen Zeds who are, you know, yeah. 2000, um, in their 2000s, you're born literally like you. We'd real Gen Zeds. Real Gen Zeds. <laughs> not just me, a fake piece of shit. Not the cast millennials. Um, born literally, like you said, iPad in hand or like how many kids or like family members you have little cousins who literally smack down. Oh, pissing. Shut up, little... Sh- Fucking little shit, piss you off and pop your iPad in front of him. Well, do you know what? I have done a little bit of nannying in my life. Nanny McPhee. Poor kids. Ruined hundreds of them. (laughs) Um, But I would babysit, you know. Don't admit that on air. I'm sorry. I'm very good at it at all. Um, And those kids have turned into all lawyers. Model students. You're welcome. Definitely not murderers. You're welcome. 
families. Um, <laughs> but what I was saying is that I would babysit babies. Yeah, right. And they would... It's <laughs> a concept. A baby, baby, be sitting a baby. Wow. Change mine, happy, I'll change yours. Yeah, Pass me the first. iPad. But these babies, you know, as soon as they learn how to walk, they'd walk up to the TV and try and swipe to another channel or something. Yeah, it's bizarre. I've seen it. I've actually seen it. Tech natives. They, yeah, well, my little cousin um, the other day I was watching and like they pick up like their mum's iPhone and know how to unlock it, mm. know how to navigate all the apps. Mm. And whatever. I'm still fucking learning. They've just updated to iOS 14. I still fucking can't get my head around it. To be honest, What's though, a widget? Well, that's <laughs> another just, story for a different if time. If you know what it? a widget is, please... Jump on the Facebook, on the um, Insta and let me fucking know. Yeah, leave I'm, a message on the machine Honestly, for leave me a message on our machine because fuck me. Well, I actually know what a widget is, your old bag. Yeah, so maybe we can just cover that in our own time. But um, <laughs> what I was going to say is that at the same time, my cousins used to have a cat that would squash fake <laughs> flies on an iPad. So, I mean, it's not yeah. that difficult. Uh, okay. People work it out. All right. If Sorry. a cat can do it. Oh, she's full Gen Z now. She's <laughs> really embodied that. <laughs> Entitled and bratty. Uh, so, um, yeah, I guess that kind of brings us into, yeah, Facebook and then obviously Instagram, like we just sort of said. But Facebook was obviously probably the biggest one for my gen, like when that came about, like far out. It was even scary. I remember being a teenager and even scary to like log in and get a Facebook account because my parents were even like, well, you don't need a Facebook. What even is a Facebook? Mm. My mum was the same. I didn't have one for quite a while because she was like, I don't know what this is. You're, there's no way you're touching it. And I was a yeah. very good young boy. No, you know? was like, my mum was like, you're literally going to just be predi- like, yeah. being subject to a predator. Which, to be fair, think about, I don't know if you were in this situation, but the hours that you would spend on like Omegle as a 14-year-old with... Three of your girlfriends just watching Wait, dick after dick. that chat roulette thing? Yeah, chat roulette. It's the same See, thing. there you go. There's another gen gap. Yeah, so if you're a bit <laughs> younger, you know. Oh, meagle. It sounds like a fucking vitamin. Oh, let me tell you, it was no, I did, vitamin was... D's all over the place on that thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I did get exposed a little bit to the roulette, um, the roulette one. But no, Facebook was definitely a game changer. But it's so bizarre now when you think about it. Like, I fucking barely use my Facebook account. Sorry, mm. sorry, Mark Zuckerberg. But does he still we own We were that? there to just make Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yeah. Is he even the right person? Facebook, yeah. Yeah, righto. Yeah. Yeah. Play yeah. on. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you um, seen the social network? Probably. Ah. Sorry, we don't all have IMBD like Mitchell. <laughs> I've got my watch list. There's another gen gap. So Mitchell likes to review movies. But see, I don't know if it's very generational that I'm just a big list maker. <laughs> okay. I do have a list of every movie I've ever watched. Oh my God. Are you fucking joking? I once spent an entire week going back through my life and ticking off everything I've ever watched. Yes. It's up to approximately 1300 titles, including movie, TV and wow. the like. You think you know someone. <laughs> but you don't. Peel nah. back those layers. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, no, Facey was good, but I feel like obviously Insta just paved the way for everyone because it kind of leveled the playing field a little bit. Like, you know, we've got mums on Insta, we've got grannies on Insta. Yeah. I mean, look, there's mums on Facebook and that. Fuck, if my mum replies to one more thing and posts something to me, honestly, and with XX love mum, I might Hi, darling, looking her. good in this one. How's Karen and the kids? <laughs> love mum. Love mum. All right, can I get a message once a week from mum? So as if you're listening. Just like with Here a bit, we go. bit of a tech. She raised you. Be careful what you say. <laughs> like with a tech question or like a, hey, um, this person's not kind of a thing. That's because she was that fucking paranoid when I 
put her on Facebook. Then she made me make everything private for her. So now she's like realizing that she can't actually do anything. It's easier to get into the Pentagon than her bloody <laughs> Facebook account. She's fucking paranoid. Um, Fair enough though. We're all being watched. Yeah. Oh, when I first made her an Instagram, she had that many messages from random like estranged men from overseas. And she was like, everyone's just contacting me. What do they want? And I was like, don't reply to these. Like mm. this is, this is the thing that you were worried about. It's happening to you, funnily enough. The Arabian princes, <laughs> they're, coming they're not you. actually coming to give you a bounty. No. <laughs> Believe it or not, mum. Do not put your bank details in, darling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I already put, gave him a BSB. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Insta's been definitely a game changer. Like, I don't, I just don't see, I mean, look. Can I say. TikTok, sorry. I was just going to say, besides TikTok, I don't really see anything else coming up. That could champion Insta. Let's get serious. No, but I mean, Instagram is great at just fucking around everyone else who tries to do something unique. Like Instagram stories was a response to Snapchat stories. And what do you think the main difference is, is between Instagram for our, for the gens, like Gen Z using it from such a young age versus Mm. millennials now. So like I actually read this thing, an article the other day that was, discussed how people millennials grew up being introduced to the social platform so everything that we put on there was tailored i guess to represent the best version of ourselves oh completely whereas i think there's a lot of so like uh, one thing i've noticed in a lot of my friends even you've got one actually is a, a second Instagram expose my dirty secret where you can be yourself on there which is very much a TikTok generational thing where like you just chuck yourself out there there's no filters there's no you're not trying to be the sexy hot version Mm -hmm. of yourself who does all these amazing things you're just literally yourself Mm. Um, and I think that that's been like a massive difference between the two gens I think yeah like we and I'm gonna you know jump ship for a second here and lump myself in as a millennial coming Um, across are you? Yeah, swimming aboard. <laughs> um, I think that we were using social media to perform. Yeah. Whereas, mm. like, I see my brother, he is much more interested in, like, connecting. And I think, like, Snapchat, for example, is one where they, you just chat to your friends on it. Yeah. Whereas me still for Instagram, I'm like, God, I hope I get 10,000 likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As if that ever happened. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think there's definitely... I mean, look... I can't sit here and say like, and TikTok's only for Gen Z. Yeah. Well, you I, have a TikTok. Correct. I have a TikTok. And You're I more do, active on the TikTok sphere say, than I am. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm definitely a Gen Z when it comes to the Tiki Toki and I'm active on there. So go check that out if you want to laugh at some rubbish. Yeah, um, give yourself a plug. What's yeah, the handle? Go on. The age 16, you know it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't play dumb. No, I'm sorry. I should have done it for you. It's nasty um, of me. But uh, it's definitely was... A nice way for me to sort of explore just not really giving a fuck. Yeah. Like, as opposed to like being on Instagram where you're like, I want to edit my photo with a beautiful filter. Mm. I want to think of a funny caption. I want to make sure that I'm posing great and in a cool outfit. Like I fucking make TikTok sometimes on the couch, hair wet. 
Sleep in my eyes. Hair God wet. knows. God, it's a disaster. I, I say that. I say that like I've got long, luscious locks. <laughs> you um, haven't even put your face on. No, but I've literally made TikToks before just on the couch in my pajamas and not thought twice about it and uploaded it. But God forbid I would never put that on my Instagram story, which is so bizarre when you think about it because well, it's anyone, thing, it's exposed it? to everyone. Like yeah. everyone, because the same people can see it really. Do you feel old to. on TikTok? I have felt old on TikTok. I yes. mean, for me, looking at it, of a you, year old. Yeah. you being on there, it's akin a bit to me for uh, when Samantha wears the same dress as Miley Cyrus in the <laughs> Sex and the City movie too. And everyone's like, oh. Yeah, no, nice. there's definitely been, but you know what? I've kind of played that to my advantage. Like there's been a couple of times I'll just take the piss out of a trend or like, and yeah. I'm there just kind of like, I'm not really trying to keep up with what the Gen Z trends are on the app. Like right. the sexy dancing, yeah. the hip thrusting, the whapping. Are you a savage? I'm not really whapping. Okay. I'm not, you know. I'm Dry ass pussy then. Yeah, the pussy's dry. I'm not interested okay. in, you know. I'd know. much rather get on there and just rip off various Harry Potter quotes and accents and find that fucking hilarious. Yeah, cool. like. Um, so just for those playing at home, she's got wet hair, a dry <laughs> pussy, and watches a lot of Harry Potter. Um, okay, so I guess that kind of filters through to, like, dating, I guess, and sort of the difference between the two gens. Well, can I say, no one can turn something into a dating app like the gays can. Oh. I know that you've picked up a date on LinkedIn before. Oh, <laughs> yes, I certainly Bit of professional have. networking, as I they have. say. Uh, yeah, obviously, professional photo. You know what that does? God, suit and tie. No, I think, yeah, dating apps, well, not really dating apps, but I guess socials in terms of dating, like I've noticed, I feel like I, and if like people I know in sort of my bracket and maybe more closer into their 30s are probably going to be more inclined to revert to old school dating traditions. And I think that a lot of my friends and um, people I know would probably still hope that that would be the outcome for them, that they would meet someone in a bar and you look across each other and it was all, you know, the fairy tale. Would like, you do that? I think I would. No, I would. I would 100% like... That's nice. Oh, look, give me a couple of Bevrongenos and... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I probably would. Um, I'd be fucking shitting myself, but I'd be more inclined. It has happened before where I've, like, you know, done the flirt thing in a social setting rather than, like, I've noticed that I think Gen Z tend to be a little bit, like oh, he's gorgeous and hot, wonder what his Insta will be and like go and mm. do all this background research and find the Insta and then just follow them rather than actually approaching them in person. I find when I, if I am to go on a first date, which mm-hmm. she's been on a lot, <laughs> not many second dates. I was going to say, but a lot I of first, stole my own line. <laughs> uh, beat you to it. Um, I'm kind of trying to stop myself from being like, oh, so how's your mum, Karen? I saw it was her birthday a <laughs> few weeks ago. Them. Because I've done the due diligence. Yeah, righto. Um, but I, the idea of going up to someone in the wild <laughs> is completely not a thing that I would ever do. Really not at all. No. I don't know. You're a pretty confident young lass. When you've yeah, got but your, put me in front of a strapping young man on. and she gets a bit... A bit weak at the knees. <laughs> a bit of, yeah, correct. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Yeah, I think that that's a big difference. Um, I have experienced... Um, dating people of Gen Z. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, Gen Z. And I have noticed the use of social apps as a form of communication to be really fucking piss me off. Really? Up. Yeah, it's just not really like, it, to me, a social 
app like Snapchat or Instagram. Potentially the conversation might start on Instagram, but if I'm going to be essentially courting you, um, yep. then it's a text message situation. Yeah. yeah. You're texting his father, asking for the hand. 100%. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it just, for me, it elevates that to where it should be. Whereas if we're chatting in an app like Snapchat, it just feels like fucking rubbish. And I don't really care about your bullshit chats. And if they fucking disappear, I don't have time to like, I'll get a message. I don't have time to respond straight away. Hello, I'm on the clock. 24 <laughs> seven. I thought you were going to say, you know, biological clocks ticking, but yeah. don't have time no, to be faffing around it, on Snapchat. I find it, I find it a little bit, I don't think it valid for me personally. And I don't know if other millennials out there agree, mm. but I find that it, um, takes away the validation of what we are by talking in that setting. And so I, you would prefer to receive a fax <laughs> <laughs> or a nice handwritten note, a telegraph, like the notebook. <laughs> oh, I wrote you 365 days for a year. You need to be out in the rain. I want to pull pick Rachel up McAdams. that piece of paper and I want to smell your perfume. Ryan on Gosling is screaming at you. Fuck yeah. The ho- oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Settle down here. <sighs> been a long while between drinks ladies <laughs> long winter it's been a very long 2020 yeah all right okay well i guess that's the difference between you and me and why we never really worked out well no still still harping on about it though aren't you <laughs> so i guess you know we've obviously waxed lyrical now for quite a while about social media which wasn't really the plan but you know us we love to have a chat <laughs> gas bag away that's me um so in terms of, I guess, technology in general, though, do you reckon that having access to that has changed the way that people maybe understand experiences other than their own? Or Yeah, I think, um, I guess, as society's views kind of change, that stuff's obviously then filtered down into those younger generations. And that's sort of how, like, you know, there's obviously a lot more consciousness um, taught in schools and things like that around, you know, like, gender equality um, Mm. and racial equality. I guess equality in general across all of the facets. Was that discussed ever when you were at school? No, I don't think it was, to be honest. Like, I definitely don't recall there ever being an option to have, like, you know, do you have two dads or two mums or one dad and one mum and maybe they live in one house or two houses. Like, I've got a lot of friends now um, who are teachers and they've definitely expressed that, like, that's something that they have to factor into the way that they educate to cater for all of those different options now whereas back in the day mate you had a mum a dad a couple of kids and a dog and a cat and if you didn't well you maybe know, a you were strange rabbit. yeah essentially yeah. like and i i have a friend who she has two dads yeah and like on mother's day mm. her school was just like oh, what do we do with you yeah <laughs> panic poor girl she said it was very stressful because she had to do just a gift for grandma, token gift on Mother's Day, yeah, and then right. Father's Day, twice the work. Yeah. Just bloody exhausted. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's neither here nor there, really. But, no, um, but yeah, I definitely think that there's... Um, I mean, it's a, it's a good thing, like, but there's more education um, being fed into that younger generation. So, you know, like, even sometimes my brother and I are seven years apart, so he's very much a um, Gen Z, and sometimes I'll sort of come out with something and he'll just turn around and be like, well, no. And he's like, mm. you know, got this whole worldly education that like, I pff, would never have had at his age. Well, imagine imagine oh, growing wow. up at the moment looking at, I mean, a couple of years ago, first the yes vote and now all of this Black Lives Matter movement, which yeah. are both hugely important, obviously. Yeah. But like, we just didn't hear about any of that no stuff. Way. No. I, I mean, would say that occasionally there was like just a lot of 
well, not occasionally even, there was a lot of casual racism and homophobia and oh, 100%. every other Homoph- kind of phobia and Homophobia was definitely something that I feel like I like, but, like faced a lot and felt a lot, you know, when I was young and like growing up in primary school and high school. So yeah, I don't think, whereas now, like, like I remember when I told my brother that I was gay and he just kind of looked at me like, yeah, so what? Like, mm. you know, whereas like, because he's, he's like, yeah, I've got heaps of gay friends at school. Mm. It's like, was just a different, it's just a different world. It like, is. Yeah. Which is great. It's all really positive. So that's yeah, a beautiful for, thing. Props for that. Um, and then I guess the only other real difference that we sort of came up with was just the basic, like sort of life experience. But I mean, like me having had not much. <laughs> yeah. And I've, you know, basically retired. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Yep, she's packed it in. She's yep. checked it, cashed in her super. Pop my mockos on. Yeah, God, you Put love those moccasins, don't you? of Jarrah. Um, no, beautiful. so... Buying look, a box of roses, settle in for the weekend. That's it, half price. <laughs> um, so we sort of discussed the ideas around, um, you know, the values that were sort of instilled to Gen, like to millennials, sorry, as opposed to Gen Z and how they might be different now. Mm. Um, and I think like owning a home and sort of, you know, sort of where you spend your money and what you do with your time and your money has definitely been something that's, um, you know, changed across the generations. I think that there's a bit of a discourse creeping in that Gen Z is actually probably just not going to own own a home. Yeah, right. Really struggled to get that one out. A little bit, yeah. No, I can see that, but I don't know. I think, I mean... We just love our Avo Smash. We're here to have a good time. And do you know what? The ice caps are melting. The world's on fire. We might not have time to enjoy the homes that we buy eventually. So what's the point? We're definitely like, I think the pressure is just like the realization that those goals are not necessarily as achievable as our parents. That's for sure. Um, And not in the same timeline. Like they're, they're still achievable, but you know. Like I've got friends and girlfriends now who are only getting engaged and, you know, contemplating kids and they're in their mid thirties. So, you know, like, and that's quite late. Like my mum had me at bloody 22. So the, the difference God. there's, yeah. Yeah. Good spring for her. Chook. Little spring I've wasted my life. Yeah, I know. Appreciate <laughs> I have a few little rug rats. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. Like, I mean, look, I can't, I've, I've been um, not lucky, but I did, um, work hard enough to sort of tick that box. So that was, you know, a big win for me. And I not necessarily wanted to tick, but sort of had to tick. It was something that I needed to tick to sort of progress forward into the next stage of my life. So I think that millennials still have that instilled. I mean, look, I grew up wog. So that was like, <laughs> you know, drum, you? drummed into me from... I thought you were Irish. You know, flew out of my mum's pussetta. God, you really loved throwing that one Own a house today. tomorrow. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, no, it was definitely something that's kind of like ingrained in your, you know, your family values too. Um, but yeah. About I, saving and, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I've also learned to like be more fluid with my money as I've gotten older and just be like, I'm, I can't, you can't take it with it. Yeah. Well, dead, God, so. I don't even own these shoes. <laughs> but look, I think that's sort of the main differences. I mean, obviously... As we get older, we get a little bit more beautiful, us millennials and you Gen Zs just sort of, you know. Cracks are starting to show, really. <laughs> sort of like a box of goon compared to a fine wine, I'm isn't it? I'm an aged wine, darling. I get better every year. Yeah. No, I am getting... Do you know what, though? In the next breath, though, getting older is, does not scare me at all. And I'm kind of embracing my my adult years. I'm excited sure? for 30s. I am excited for my 30s. 20s has been a like a big 
wild, crazy ride and all those bullshit things that we just talked about that you kind of go through in your teen years and whatever. Yeah, and, um, mostly social media. I'm done with it. Don't talk to me on Snapchat. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, word to the wise. Okay, well, I think that's kind of all we have time for on that note, wherever we've landed in terms of millennial versus Gen Z. It was a beautiful journey regardless of the destination. So we might just wrap up there. Do you have any any parting notes, Adrian? Make up your own mind, really. Um, or you could be like Mitchell and sit on either side of the fence that you feel like when you wake up. No, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Obviously, head to our Instagram. It's at message on the machine um, and give us a follow, like and subscribe us. Um, to us on all of your podcast channels yeah throw us a follow we as you know millennials and gen z both crave that validation so that'd be really nice to hear from you um besides that we'll hopefully just see you next time